Hey, God bless. Thank you for tuning in to our 10th episode of uh, New Life uh, podcast on fellowship. You yes, know, sir. we're fixing to finish fellowship. We've been a while on marriage just because, you know, it takes, uh, it takes a lot to be able to fellowship uh, the right way in, in your marriage. And it's very, very important. Um, you know, I know we, we, uh, we fellowship a lot at church. We fellowship with friends, family, things like that. But when it comes to marriage, we really need to learn what true fellowship is. Mm-hmm. And so we've been talking about that, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. We've gotten in a lot of trouble, but it's okay. Personal therapy. <laughs> but it's okay. Uh, man, today's a really interesting topic, Pastor Kerry, um, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be really, really good. Did you get to go see that uh, Jesus? Revolution? I haven't seen Jesus Revolution yet, man. So, man. like I said, man, I saw I saw Creed three before Jesus Revolution. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. You see all these non Christian movies before, but anyway, it's okay, Dude, I still man. haven't seen The Chosen. Golly. Yeah, yeah, okay. I still haven't no, watched I, The Chosen yet that. either. I haven't seen that either. The other day at the bank, uh, yeah. some of the tellers were like, "Have you seen The Chosen?" And I was like, "No." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have gone to see uh, actually. Pastor Furman and Debbie took us to go see uh, The Thorn last night. It was by a, a special uh, by uh, Focus on the Family. Okay. And uh, it's actually a drama that they do on stage, but they videotaped it because uh, of COVID and all. Yeah. And it, it went all over the place, all over the world, I think. That's cool. And uh, it's really, really good. It actually, this is probably interesting to you, it all started about 20, 25 years ago with a young youth pastor. Nice. Who wanted to figure out a way to get some kind of message out to his young people. So he did a little drama. And he said, man, the first drama, first year, was horrible. He said yeah. it was awful, man. He said, but it just got better after that. And then all of a sudden, a producer, Phantom, actually, the one that, that they do a lot of stuff at the movies, mm-hmm. they, they saw it. They caught on to what he was trying to do. So they said, hey, we'd like to direct it. We'd like to take it over man, yeah. and, and do it. So, man, now it's a huge production. That's cool. And man. it all started with some young uh, youth pastors. And him and his wife still do it today. Yeah. And uh, 25 years later, man. So yeah. that's, 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 awesome, that's man. powerful. It's been going on for over 10 years. But it's really good. But anyway, uh, today we're talking about the pra- uh, practicing the art of listening. Okay? Uh, what did you say? <laughs> practicing the art of listening. <laughs> at first, you know, at first this really ministers to uh, to husbands, you know, to husbands. But then I started uh, re- reviewing some of the stuff, and I think it really ministers a lot to wives as well. Because, you know, on the husband's part, we've got to concentrate on listening to what's actually coming out of our spouse's mouth. Yeah. You know, because sometimes we're somewhere else in La La Land Absolutely. or whatever. Guilty as charged. <laughs> but ladies, sometimes uh, the women, the, the wives, sometimes they don't read the husband's body language or they, they don't read into his quietness. He's trying to say something, you know, and sometimes they don't they, they don't listen to that, you know. But also there's some other things we're going to talk about. But uh, James chapter one, verse 19, the Bible says, my dear brothers, take note of this. Everyone. OK, everyone should be quick to listen, mm-hmm. slow to speak and slow to become angry. Quick to listen. I think I think that in fellowship in church, working with other Believers, working in ministry, um, with family, friends. I think this goes with everybody, not just marriages, but everybody. Because listen to it. I mean, we should be quick to listen. How many times have people 
you know, flown off the handle, like we say, mm-hmm. without stopping to think about. I mean, they just hear one part, yeah. you know. I remember, I remember one time, uh, man, we were actually in this studio area here. We used to use this studio area for prayer on Friday nights. I don't know if you were here back then, Adam, but we used to use it every Friday night. Uh, it was prayer night, and this place was was full. We had rows and rows of chairs, and back wow. then we didn't have this this wall either. It went all the way to the back wall back there. Wow. So we would have prayer on Friday nights here at 7. And one day, Pastor just decided to announce, hey, we, we, we uh, are needing to pray about some missionaries and this and that in Mexico and see who we can send and things. Well, there was, a, there, was a, there was an older gentleman that was helping with the work in Mexico, uh, which was going to be included in the plan. Okay, but there was some things there, you know, that Pastor was, was just concerned about, which was his family, his health, things like that. So he was going to try to come up with some team idea. Well, Pastor just barely got into the subject, and when he didn't really, like, just say, hey, you're going to be the one we're going to send to Mexico or whatever, I mean, he just was quick to get up. I remember, I remember that day because I was just, back then, all I did was sweep around here and vacuum and stuff like that. I was just kind of on the outside looking in. He threw his gloves down, man. I mean, he threw his gloves down right there where, close to where you're at, Adam, on the chair. And he was upset, and he told Pastor, man, you know, I've been helping in Mexico, and I can't believe you're not considering me, and I don't know. I mean, and just, he didn't hear the whole conversation that Pastor was going to say before he was quick to get angry, you know. And that's, that's, that's what I think the Scripture is meaning is everyone should be quick to listen. Let's, let's listen. Let's really listen to this. Let's think about this. Let's talk it over again. And then be slow to speak, and then be slow to become angry. Yeah. And I think the same way in marriages, man. There's times where, you know, maybe there's some tension there. Maybe there's some feelings there or whatever that we don't really take time to listen, man. We, we got to practice the art of listening to what our spouse is saying. Yeah, I love the key, the key word for me there is quick. Yeah. Be quick to yeah. listen. So, for example, like in my home, um, what, one of the practical ways as a man, as a husband, we can do that is like, for example, in my home, my wife comes into the living room. I pause the TV. If Smart. I'm watching a show Smart. or if I'm watching the game, I'll mute the game. I yeah. stop everything. Yeah. And my wife will sometimes come in. She won't say a word, but I still ain't unmuted the TV <laughs> or I ain't unpaused it. Because you know she wants to say yeah. something. Or, or, you know, I'm just ready. Yeah. Because there's been times when she's come in and I haven't done that. And she has said something. And then like five minutes later, she's like, did you not hear what I said? And I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm lying. To my t- I said, yeah, I heard what you said. All yeah. right. And um, she's like, what did I say? I'm like, shoot, oh, man, I don't know man. what you said. Bust, but so some practical thing that you can do to be quick to listen is like when your wife walks in, pause the TV, yeah. uh, mute it. And, you know, my wife would be like, you can unmute it. And I'm like, that's a trap. I don't. <laughs> I said, I'll unmute it in a minute. Uh, but, you know, she asked me one time, she's like, why, why do you mute it or pause the TV when I come in? I said, because if you say something, I want to make sure I'm listening. Yeah, that's right. So some practical ways is just being like, hey, something simple like that. Um, taking your AirPods out of your ears from time yeah, to time and stuff like that. Yeah. I think that when he says be quick to listen is making the decision like, hey, I need to make the effort here. I need to make the the practical decision to say, listen, um, I need to stop getting distracted and just zero in for a second. Um, And with that being said, 
I love what he says, be quick to listen, slow to speak, right? Mm -hmm. And I love that because I heard a pastor say one time, he said, listening isn't waiting for your turn to talk, Mm -hmm. right? And so, like, if we want to talk about, like, an even deeper, like, whenever there's serious conversations going on in the marriage, me listening, like, for example, if you've ever been in a conversation in marriage, like, you're not listening to me. Okay, fine, Mm -hmm. I'll listen. Mm -hmm. Me listening isn't waiting for my turn now Mm -hmm. to fire back, Mm -hmm. which is a lot of times that's what we do, especially as men, and women do it too. And so listening isn't necessarily just waiting for your chance to fire back. That's good. So I love what, what, what he says is, be quick to listen. And slow to speak, to speak because you can put your foot in your mouth and you can vent anger. And like we've talked about, like you've preached on, um, words words have the power. To, words up, uh, your words have the power of life and death. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so you need to be careful with how you speak, how you mm-hmm. say it, and uh, and and like I said, and and the way you say it to your exactly. spouse, you know, on your spouse uh, when you do speak so yeah what you, listening is so important you man. know when you when you mute the tv or something like that uh what, what, what that's called is active listening that's good because sometimes you're just listening but you're not listening mm-hmm. or you're just hearing but you're not listening you yeah know? active listening is actually you know tuning in to what they're saying you know tuning in what they're saying and probably a smart thing to do start practicing is maybe to repeat what is being said to you so that it'll stick, you know. That's a good idea. Uh, yeah, repeat it. Hey, listen, we're you know, if your wife comes in or your husband comes in and says, Hey, we're gonna we're gonna go meet at six o'clock with our family and then afterwards we're gonna go whatever. Well, you know, if you're not active listening, you're you're, you're hearing, but you're not listening right. and you're gonna forget. And that's gonna cause some issues. So one of the things you can practice doing is saying, Okay, so what you're saying is around six o'clock we're gonna go I mean you're gonna say the same thing, right. you know. It's gonna sound like an old couple, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Because it's called active listening. What that helps is for you to process that and and, and remember that, yeah. you know. Cause uh sometimes as uh, you know, when you're just hearing and not listening, you heard it, but because you didn't listen in five minutes, you'll forget exactly yeah, what you just exactly. heard. Uh, it's it, it said uh, that God gave us two ears and one mouth so that we could listen twice as much as what we talk. That's good. So yeah, that's pretty good. Very, very true. Uh, practicing, practice listening to what your spouse is not saying. You know, I think that's that's really good. Practice listening to what your spouse is not saying. Like we said before, many times a communication between... Um, uh, a couple is most of the time sixty to ninety percent nonverbal. Mm. Nonverbal, mm. you know. So there's more communicated by what a person is not saying than what by, by what a person is saying. I know my spouse very well, and so I know that, man, when she's quiet, I mean, yep. for a long period of time, or when she's by herself or quiet, something's wrong, man. Something's not. She's not feeling well, or she's upset, or she's hurt, or or, or she's going through some stuff. And and you know the 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 promos that we've been sharing about uh, No Longer Bound, you know, what she shared, Mm -hmm. you know, how the rejection, things like that, how she dealt with Mother's Day, Father's Day, even Christmas and things like that. When we first got married for many years, you know, Mother's Day, I I could tell she was quiet. She was quiet throughout the day. So I knew she was processing things. I knew she was dealing with things. And I knew knew she was happy and I knew she was okay and this and that, whatever. But I knew I knew there was some hurting, some process there. So so I could tell, you know, at first I was just like, man, what's wrong? You know, are you OK? I mean, why? You know, why are you upset? Or this, that? But as time went by, I started realizing the hurt and yeah. the rejection that she that she 
was feeling at the time, they would always resurface on those days. Yeah. So I would learn to be patient and I would learn to 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 be okay with that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so sometimes the fact that a spouse is quiet may may may, may say a great deal. Yeah. You know, and it may see say that they're not feeling well or they have more to talk about. Uh, so we have to learn to discern and study our spouse's body language and tendencies in order to enhance that communication, man. That's good, man. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You got to learn your spouse's body language. I mean, you nailed it right on the button, man. Yeah, absolutely. And here's another one. Um, we have to practice listening to the Holy Spirit. Yeah, you know, absolutely. how many times do we do we do we practice listening to what's coming out of our spouse's mouth or how they say it? They're they're nonverbal. But how much more would we have a better relationship? I mean, who knows us more better than our creator, right. you know? And if the Holy Spirit's involved in my life, involved in her life, then, man, he, he can give us better insight than any book you can read or whatever. Because uh, there's a lot of stuff out there. You can Google stuff. You can, I mean, but you're going to get in trouble with what you Google sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, I, Both you and I know a guy that, Bought a book one time on how to <laughs> how to uh, what was it how to attract how to, a woman or, or something, something like yeah how to how to talk to a woman yeah. or something like that man yeah, yeah. I mean he was, story time let's yeah. insert the, let's insert the story real quick to to give you a mental break the story goes it was one of story our goes, one of our lifeguards man yes the story goes is me and him were at Barnes and Noble because he wanted to go there you go he That's wanted right. to go just kind of unplug for a little bit. So I said, all right, man, so we go to Barnes & Noble's. I'm there reading the word, and he's there, and he comes. He goes, and he's looking for books, and he comes back with this book. And he's like, I found it, man. I found the answer. I found the solution. And I'm sitting there like, what's he talking he's about? He's a young man. What was yeah. he, about 16, 17? No, 17, 18. Yeah, he, I was just like, 17, what are you talking about, dude? Not. I looked at it and I said, "What the heck, dude? It was a book like how to talk to women or something yeah, along those go. lines." There you go. And he was just so excited, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just kind of was like looking at him. And he was looking at. Me, he's like, "I want to buy this book, bro." And I'm like, <laughs> "Go ahead, dude." Yeah. And he goes, "Will you buy it for me?" <laughs> <laughs> he was too embarrassed to go buy. He was it too embarrassed to go buy it for himself because there was a girl behind the register. <laughs> I said, "Bro." I said, what? He's like, please, bro. I don't want to go buy it. It's embarrassing. <laughs> I was like, unbelievable, man. But yeah, that was, yes. Yeah. That, yeah it, what was crazy was I didn't know anything about it until I walked, <laughs> oh, into, the, right. I, I walked into the office. I opened up, you know, where I put my keys and other stuff right there from my lifeguard. And I look at this book and it says how to talk to women or something, how to successfully talk to women or something. And I'm like, who in the world has got <laughs> this book, you know? What was so funny is our other lifeguard, yep, Tracy, yep. she got it. She was like, Who's reading this? <laughs> Not me, man. But anyway, oh, it, you know, <laughs> so that just shows, that just shows how important it is to be an effective communicator, especially with your spouse mm-hmm. or a significant other. So here's the thing. God wants to give us wisdom. God wants to give us wisdom to minister yeah. to the uniqueness of our spouse. Absolutely. If our spouse is so unique, who knows her better than the Holy Spirit? Right. So why not go, you know, the Bible says those who lack wisdom, ask for wisdom. Yeah. You know? So when we practice listening to the Holy Spirit, man, there's times where, 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 you know, I've been thinking, man, I don't know what's going on. Everything's okay, whatever. And then as I'm praying, as I'm seeking the Holy Spirit, in times past, the Holy Spirit's told me, man, straight up, hey, man, you blew it. You said this, and that hurt her real bad. And I'm like, what? I'm like, but she said everything's okay, but this, that, what? I don't remember. I mean, that didn't sound to fit. So 
when I'll I'll bounce off of that and I'll say, hey, look, I need to apologize. You know, I, I'm thinking, you know, I just really feel this in the Holy Spirit. Man, it's just like, well, I didn't want to say nothing, but, you know, boom or whatever. And it was. Yeah. You know? So we have to be very keen, not just trying to listen to our wives, but listen to the Holy Spirit, man. He'll give us some insight on 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 how to speak to our wives and what's going on. Absolutely. And he will give you creative ways on how to, there you to go. love your wife as well. Like he'll teach you, he'll show you ways that things that you never thought of to to show love and affection to your wife. Exactly. You know, um, Excuse me. Um, I know sometimes as men we think, man, I don't know how to date my spouse, or I don't know how to speak her love language, or I don't know these. Sure you do. Um, the Holy Spirit, uh, first of all, you are a creative being, okay? Yeah. You are made in the image of God. Uh, second of all, you have the Holy Spirit who can help you in those areas, and if we would be sensitive to his voice and, and yield to his voice, man, he can help us um, improve our communication with our spouse. Exactly. He can help us improve um, in all areas with our spouse. So, yes, it's important to listen to the Holy Spirit. Amen. Um, you know, Pastor Kerry, um, we got one more one more uh, thing that we're going to talk about, but um, this, this practicing listening to the Holy Spirit is not just for our spouses, man, and our relationships, but I think in church, um, in working with people, friendships, um, working with leadership, mm-hmm. this is a big deal here, man. Because mm-hmm. um, a lot of times our heart, we, we, we talked about this in one of our subjects of uh, renewing our heart. We, we, we realize what Jesus said because we said it over and over, uh, talking about how there is nothing good that's inside of a man. Mm-hmm. There's nothing good. It's corrupt. I right. mean, let's just be honest with Jesus talked about how everything that's inside of a man is actually corrupt, you know, so we need a renewed heart. Okay, so the thing is, we're as, as humans, as as people, we're just we're ready to be offended, man. Right. We're ready to be offended. I mean, it's like as if we're we're waiting for the offense to occur. And so, whenever it's whenever sometimes something sounds offensive, we're ready to jump on that and say, "Oh man, you know, I just I, I was offended." So we need to practice listening to the Holy Spirit because there are some things that we may think are offensive when. They, they didn't tell us like that, yeah, you know? Yeah, for sure. Maybe a pastor, maybe a leader, maybe a, a, a certain person in right. the church gave you some constructive crit- criticism that can Correct. help you. Yep. And and But yet you take it offensively. Right, yeah. And that, so you, 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 you know, you're... So we need to learn how to listen to the Holy Spirit. Uh-huh. There's been times where I'm like, man, I can't believe that person said this, you know? And, and I'm thinking in my mind, you know, I'm, you know, I'm practicing what I'm going to tell this person tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But as I pray and as I seek the Holy Spirit, I start thinking, man, you know what? I think they may be right. You know what? I, I think, or, or maybe I responded harshly back to them at the moment because we're, we're, we're not quick to listen right. and slow to speak. We're more of the times quick to speak. Yeah, we and get slow emotional. To so maybe I fired back real quick. And then as I'm going throughout the day, I'm, I'm, I'm asking the Holy Spirit for, for wisdom or or for comfort, and he's actually telling me, man, no, you blew it, bro. <laughs> you yeah. shouldn't have said that, or or you got ahead of yourself. They were just trying to bless you. So there's been times where I would go back and say, man, you know what? I think you were right on this. I think I think I jumped the gun, man. I'm so sorry. I had an attitude. I just, I thought you were meaning this, but as I started to think about it, you know what? You're right. Yeah. I think that would be the best way to go. Uh, so we need to practice listening to the Holy Spirit when it comes to dealing with a boss, dealing mm-hmm. with uh People, maybe you're in sales or whatever you're in. 
Learn to listen to the Holy Spirit. There may be even times where you want to fire back at something offensive that really was offensive. Yeah. And if you're listening to the Holy Spirit, sometimes the Holy Spirit tells you just be quiet. Just keep your mouth shut. And you're like, but, but because we want to defend ourselves. Yeah. I've had a lot of times, and here, and this has happened here lately. I think this is part of maturity on my part. But I've had a lot of times where people have said some ugly things or done some ugly things. And, and I've had people tell me, man, aren't you going to confront the situation? Aren't you going to tell him this? Aren't? And I'm like, you know what? I'm at a point in my life where I've realized and I know that, that God can defend me better right. than what I can defend myself. Yeah. So God is my defender. Yep. You know, God is my defender, and he'll take care of me. And you know what? He does. Mm-hmm. He does. He always has. Absolutely. And nine times out of ten, I'll have those people come back later on. Yeah. And sometimes they don't actually apologize. Sometimes they'll kind of go around and try to smooth things out when I know they're trying to apologize. Yeah. But uh, we need to listen to uh, or we need to practice listening to the Holy Spirit because he'll, he'll give us guidance on communication and fellowship in our lives, Abs- every area. Absolutely, man. I 100% agree. And you know what? Sometimes in life, we are in those situations for a reason. Mm-hmm. So to kind of go along with what you're saying, man, um, in this neighborhood where our church is at, <laughs> it drives me crazy sometimes. I'm just being honest with you. When you're driving down the streets, the residential streets, yeah. And and you'll have kids just walking in the streets, right? Yeah. And you can, like, pull up, like, you're right behind them, and they refuse to get out of the road. Yeah. They think it's, like, the biggest flex yeah. to stand there and try to act big and bad, right? Yeah. And it dry, I, will, I will wait until they move, man. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to go around them, um, this, that, whatever. I'll wait, right? Well, there was this one time there was this, uh, there was this guy who was on a Wednesday night after church. Just did, finished doing drop-offs. Had gotten my car and I was headed home, and um, there was a guy walking with his girlfriend, and I mean, like, bro, like it was like super, super close. Like he saw me coming, obviously, and I don't know if he was trying to like impress his the girl he was mm-hmm. with or what, but he like walks slowly wow. right out in front of me, and I'm going thirty. Okay, I'm not like most people in this neighborhood yeah. going fifty, sixty miles an hour right down residential. And when he walks out, I slam on the brakes, okay? And I'm just staring at him like, bro. And he just stops right in front of me. And he wow. looks at me, and then he – because the girl didn't yeah. dr- walk out into the street. Yeah. And he's just there, just standing there. And I'm like – he's just talking with her. Yeah. And then he's just like, come on. And she's like, no. And finally he just looks at me and then just walks across the street. And there was a part of me that just wanted to like – yeah. Get out of the street, yeah. you know? And I'll never forget, after he crossed, I, I went ahead and drove on, and the Holy Spirit said this to me. He said, I'm glad it was you driving today. Wow. Because if it hadn't been anybody else, that man would have been dead. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Honestly. Yeah. He said, I'm yeah. glad it was you driving tonight. Yeah. yeah. And so, man, I'm just saying, like, you never know the situations yeah. you find yourself in. Yeah, yeah. The that's ho- right. They're, they're, they're designed for a reason. And so it's important for you also to... So we talk about emotions a lot, mm-hmm. getting those emotions, man, being spirit-led, you know, not being emotionally led by our emotions and things like that. Because, man, had I been in a bad mood that night and not been yeah. – and been, I could have been – I could have been that way. Yeah. But, you know, looking back, you know, like I said, you just never know the yeah. situation you may find yourself in. Why it's so important to be listening and being sensitive to the spirit of the Lord because – you never know the situations right. that the Lord may you may, may put you in for That's a right. reason. That's right. And here's the last part, man. We got 
only about four or five minutes left. Episode 10, the last one. And uh, we got right down to it, man. Um, speaking less. Mm. I mean, part of fellowship would go better if we speak less. Yes, sir. You know? Um, and, and in order for us to be able to clearly talk to our spouse and God at the same time, we're going to have to learn to speak less. Okay? And that's why James said everyone should be quick to listen and slow to speak. You know? Uh, and, of course, slow to become angry. Yeah. But how many times have we come to God for fellowship and we're just give him our prayer needs, let him know how good we I mean, we're just blah, 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 blah. And then we're done. We go about our business and we're like, that's not fellowship with God because mm. that was just letting God have it or letting God hear our, what we wanted to yeah. say. Fellowship is two ways, you know, hearing and listening. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes... We'd, we we need to take the time to just listen to God. Yeah, absolutely. Listen to God. Listen to our spouse. Wait until finally you have some wisdom behind you to be able to start speaking some things. Yeah, absolutely. If you go to the Gospels, man, when Jesus called the disciples, this is so powerful, man. It goes mm-hmm. along with what you're saying with listening. Um, every morning when I do my devos, my, my, my secret place time, my mountain time, one of the first things I write is, I'm here to listen, Lord. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the second thing I just started writing um, was not too long ago I was reading when, you know, Jesus calls his disciples. And before he sends them out, before he does any miracles, before he does anything with them, he calls them to be with him. That's right. To be with him. That's right. Just be with him. Nothing more just to be with him. And I wrote, I started writing down, Lord, I'm here to listen and to be with you. Wow. I'm here to be with you and listen. That's good. And so, yeah, man, it's so important that, you know, just learning how to yeah. sit in his presence yeah. um, and just, Lord, I'm here. Yeah. I'm here to listen. I'm here to be with you. That's exactly. so key to fellowship. Exactly. Man. Absolutely. And, you know, that's that's very powerful because I think, you know, you know, you and you and I have had this conversation. Sometimes, you know, maybe pastor will say something and he'll say, you know, I, I I don't think we should do this, or I think this is going to happen, and we need to be careful with this person or this situation or whatever. And you and I sometimes are like, "Yeah, no, nah, man, that's not possible." I don't, you know, but but we don't say nothing. Right? We're like, "Okay, well, whatever you want, Pastor." Yeah. Sure enough, it comes to pass that way, mm-hmm. and we're like, "Man, I sure am glad I didn't <laughs> Most speak definitely. and say something because it would have yeah, made yeah. me look dumb." And a lot of times that's the Holy Spirit, absolutely. You know? So we need to learn that. But it's been fun, yes, sir. Fellowship, man. Um, it's very, very important. We're moving on to another subject. We'll, we'll, we'll let everybody know what's going on. And uh, Pastor Kerry, um, man, I'll let you end it off. All right, guys. Well, thank you all so much for tuning in to Season 2. If you missed any of this season's episodes, you can go back and check all of these out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. If you haven't subscribed, go ahead and subscribe. Or if you want to watch these podcasts, you can catch those on our YouTube channel, MNV Lubbock, or on our Facebook page. You can catch those. Um, you can watch those as well. Minisetos uh, La Vida. Just like our page if you haven't already. And, uh, man, we just want to let y'all know that every Thursday these go out. Uh, you can watch these live on Thursday nights at 7 p.m. Uh, these go out on those uh, audio streams every Thursday as well. If you want something in Spanish, we have ours that go out on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. So, man, just we just want to encourage y'all to just uh, check the, check out. Uh, we On the English one, we have two seasons up now. And so we'll be back with season three in a couple of weeks. And, uh, yeah, we can't wait to see you guys then. So love you all. Enjoy your time. And we'll see you all next season, guys. God bless. God bless.